is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets at Jack Wagons and Happy Halloween to you and your little goblins. Uh, Brad the Vignoy is here, uh, the great pumpkin himself, uh, Charlie Brown, a.k.a. Nathaniel Lundy in the house. And this is the Feed 5 Podcast. Uh, download it wherever you get your podcast. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Uh, this Al Hallows Eve. Uh, Lundy, uh, trick or treat. Uh, are you a full-size candy bar kind of hero? No, no, I'm not because the kids in the neighborhood don't freaking deserve that crap. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, they don't. I mean, I've seen them. They're 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 little a holes. Um, they just, you know, the kids in the neighborhood, they're just out of control. And then I also figure if I have the full size ones, Brad, then I have to actually police the front porch the entire way. Because speaking of the a-holes in my neighborhood, Brad, we've got some teenagers, both boys and girls that let's just say are a little lead footed. Uh, and I'm showing my age here. I've got a little get off my lawn rolling here on a Monday, but I, I just, I don't think they deserve more sugar because all that's going to do is make them drive even faster through the neighborhood. And I'm convinced one of them is going to come plowing through the front window of my house any day now. Oh, wow. Hopefully it's not going to happen on Halloween because uh, crazy stuff does occur on this frightful evening. And with that, let's roll into a little football action tonight. Uh, plenty of costumes probably in the stands. And we got a battle for Ohio, the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, in Cleveland tonight, so along the uh, scary shores of Lake Erie, the Bengals are laying three and a half. Captain Hook could be in play here with a total of 45. No Jamar Chase for the Bengals, and that may alter their game plan somewhat with the verticality. But, uh, Lundy, what are you feeling here? And Bengals and Browns. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, the fact that the total has moved uh, from where it opened up at uh, a little bit of uh, Jamar Chase effect, uh, I would yep. suppose, along with David and Joku, et cetera. Lots of injuries we're dealing with on both sides of the ball here uh, in this AFC North. Uh, I think I'm actually going to flip the script a little bit. I, 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 With it all the way down by about two, two and a half points, because uh, it opened up at about 47 and a half. I'm actually going to turn around and take the over here. I'm going to say 26-21 for the uh, defending AFC champions. I'll take the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to actually go with the home team here. I'm going to go give me uh, Cleveland, not on the money line. I think, yar, that Captain Hook's going to come into play here. I think the Bengals take this one by three. Uh, so plus three and a half is what I'm feeling. However, Cincinnati has won eight of their last 10, stretching back to last year, ATS. However, uh, the Browns, four and one. ATS as a underdog. So uh, take that for whatever it's worth. Well, but uh, and, and the over, as much as people want to talk about this, like smash mouth, AFC yeah. North, the over, the over under is actually seven, two and one. The last 10 times these guys have played, they've hit the over seven. They've pushed one. They've only been under twice uh, in the last 10 times that they've played. So as much as people want to try to play this narrative of this, you know, old school, uh, you know, leather helmet NFL, these two teams score when they play each other. Yeah, it could be a bonanza points. I totally agree there. So I would take the over as well on that 45. Those books already in the books. Let's cook up some more in today's edition of the Fade Five. Number five. 
All right, Newborough Cinco on today's list. Joe Mixon, a uh, number of options available for him right now. The player pops mark, but the one that really caught my eye, though, is the under on 13 and a half yards. Longest run, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, if you watch Joe Mixon for much of the season, uh, he looks like he's running you know, through a tar pit. Uh, not really moving a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot of burst in general. Uh, yeah, he is a workhorse. Uh, he is a Clydesdale in this backfield, but he has only done this one time, Lundy, and it was way back in week numero uno against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had a 31-yard gallop in that game, uh, but the highest gallop ever since, 12 yards. That's it in a singular contest. Uh, you look at the matchup on paper as well. Uh, the or the Cleveland Browns, excuse me, have given up 5.01 yards per carry. So there is some susceptibility in the trenches. I just don't feel that uh, he is going to get a, a big chunk gainer. I think it's going to be a nickel damer uh, from a contest. A lot of three yards and a cloud of dust uh, that he will be enveloped by because he's going to be on the ground as a result so fade or follow joe mixon under 13 and a half yards on the longest run minus 115 at DraftKings. so if you were watching the video during the open i was holding up this lovely quarter uh this coin because i believe there's quite a few props as well as the, we, we talked about the spread we talked about that i believe you could probably have more luck flipping a coin uh, today than you could listening to Brad and I. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. I think this is one of those games that's hard. I actually think you're going to – you want to talk about me getting really specific, Brad. I think you're going to get hooked on this one. I'm going to fade you. Ooh. I say he goes longest at 14. I think he gets just up over this number. I recognize that he hasn't done it in quite a while, but for whatever reason, little TYG special, trust your gut. I think he gets just barely over this number and i think it happens early in the game and i think you're going to get hooked so i am fading you on this particular prop for joe mixon captain hook i implore you to visit nathaniel Lundy's house this halloween number four all right let's work in a little rush yard prop here on a quarterback and i think the brisket is going to taste mighty, mighty fine it's ultra juicy uh it's been on the slow cooker for hours on end jacoby brissett gave me the over on 11 and a half rush yards minus 115 at mgm uh he is what i call a power sneaker I don't know if you've seen him, uh, Lenny. He is uh, maybe the best of business at the quarterback sneaks, and he doesn't get like one yard or half a yard. He gets like five or six yards on these sneaks. It's kind of ridiculous behind this robust and rigid offensive line of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he's averaging 3.6 attempts per game, 18.6 rush yards per game. He's been over this in four of seven matchups. Now you look at Cincinnati, only two, just two. A quarterbacks have gone over this total. Uh, Lamar Jackson, of course, he went for 58. And Marcus Moriota ran for 31. Now, those guys have far more mobility than Jacoby Brissett, uh, who has some tortoise-like tendencies. But he is a big-bodied guy. He is unafraid of, uh, you know, splashing and dashing uh, when given the opportunity. And I think um, it's going to be a cannonball into the old pool if you take the over. And that's where I stand on the 11.5 rush yards. Minus 115 at BetMGM. Fade or follow.
Yes, he, I, I love this one. Now, this one, I do not believe you're going to come anywhere near the hook on. Brad, I think he's going to push 20-plus. I, I just think he's going to scramble around a little bit. He's got some opportunities. Again, we're talking injuries on both sides here. There's injuries on the defensive line. There's lots of opportunities for him to be able to scramble, and he's got absolutely no problem doing it. And, uh, frankly, with the way they can line up that offense, um, you know, with the threats coming out of the backfield, you you know you've got the linemen, you know you've got the linebackers that are going to have to worry about the running backs, which which means you've got an opportunity for him to go boop, boop, sneak it right out to the side. So I like this one. That's actually the sound he makes too. Boop, boop. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I like this one. And I real I I think he smashes this number. To be honest with you, three rushes. That's all I need, Jacoby. Number three. All right, let's get an anytime touchdown spike tonight. And I think who does it is a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals and Hayden Hurst. So give me an anytime touchdown at plus 250. Best odds in the business right now at FanDuel. And that is a very attractive and enticing number. And for good reason. Again, no Jamar Chase uh, was out with that hip setback, uh, though he was not placed on injured reserve. So could be back sooner than most of us expected. Yeah, Cleveland's only given up one touchdown of the tight end position this season, but they're also surrendering 46.0 yards per game to TEs. Hurst, who's averaging 5.6 targets per game, he has top three in routes run for a tight end at 29.9 per game, and he has seen seven red zone targets. That's top six at the position, so he has a featured role when Joe Burrow is driving down the field and inside the 20-yard line. So, uh, again, I know how Cleveland has been unrelenting uh, to plus-size targets in this category, but hers, I believe, doubles it up, son, and gets numero dos in the touchdown category for a tight end against the Cleveland Brownies this year. So plus 250, count me in. Lundy, fade or follow. I like the odds in this one. You know, it's kind of hard to predict in what some have said would be a low-scoring game. I've already told you that I'm on the over uh, now that it's moved the way that it has, but some of these primetime games, it's been hard to do because there haven't been a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, it's it's sucked. It's yeah. just it's been awful. Um, so with that in mind, if I can find some really solid plus odds like this on a plus size target, I will take it with Hayden Hurst. And again, it, I, I know I'm a broken record here, uh, but this comes down to the fact that we're dealing with so many injuries um, that I think you need to look away from the beaten path for your opportunities for an anytime touchdown. Remember, our uh, I know this is the best odds here are at FanDuel, but remember over at BetMGM, they do the primetime game uh, guarantee the uh, if you place uh, the bet on who's going to score the first touchdown. If it doesn't happen, uh, you get your bet back as uh, as a free bet. So I've known some people that have taken some flyers uh, on these because you know they kind of look at it like why not? I'm going to get my 25 back if it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. Um, so Hayden Hurst would be the kind of guy that you could roll with. And by the way, just to throw it out there, Hayden Hurst to score the first touchdown, Brad plus one thousand. Oh, that's very sexy. You're naughty, Mr. Lundy. Number two. All right, let's go off the beaten path with a player prop you're not even remotely thinking about. And this one is uh, kind of hidden in the shadows, and I like it quite a bit as a result. Uh, not a whole lot of movement, and I doubt the action's going to be rather significant on it, but uh, except in out of my wallet, to be honest with you. And I'm going to take the over on Samaj Pirine. 
he won't be dribbling down the leg for me tonight in receiving yards. And that over is on 10 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. You look at Pirine. Uh, he has done this in four of six contests this season. He's averaging just 10 routes run per game. Doesn't get a ton of action, but typically when he's on the field, he is featured in some role. And it's normally as a pass catcher. He's averaging 8.1 yards per reception. That's number 11 among eligible running backs. He is number 10 in yards per route run among RBs as well. Uh, seven dudes have gone over this total against the uh, Cleveland Browns this season. And, you know, I mentioned that uh, they're giving up a decent amount on the ground of pass catching running backs. In fact, uh, they're giving up 4.0 receptions per game, 26.7 yards per game. Without Chase, hey, the targets can't all go to T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd or Hayden Hurst. So P. Ryan. Uh, maybe on a couple of catches. Hell, they could do this in a single play payday kind of way, which I will most definitely take on that over 10 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Well, you're trying to repeat what we did uh, on Friday with David Montgomery with the one and done on the seven and a Mandatory! half. Mandatory! Which actually did hit, obviously. His yep. first catch was for nine yards. Uh, his second one was for zero, which had me really nervous <laughs> that we were going to go backwards. But uh, we wound up okay as he finished well above that seven and a half number. So you're looking for the same kind of thing here. I, I'm with you. I Look, I, I like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd tonight. I, I just do. I think both of these guys are going to wind up with good games. I think they already had a good rapport with their quarterback. So the fact that the number one goes down, those two guys step up. And I think they're both going to get the looks from Joe Burrow, um, despite the fact that uh, there's a lot of options options out there but because there's options this to me is a one and done this is a one catch for 13 yards take it to the bank that's what i think happens tonight take the over yeah p ryan he'll be your friend number one all right numero uno i just mentioned him on the podcast uh it only feels appropriate that we throw together an ogp and all you're with me uh lundy on this one t higgins five plus receptions and also 70 plus or uh, 75 plus yards. So let's synergize, correlate, bring it all together. Uh, minus 105. So we didn't get quite to plus numbers here, but a very light juice at BetMGM on this two leg OGP. Uh, again, without Jamar Chase in the lineup, uh, that's uh, 10.6 targets per game up for grabs. And I think a lot of that is going to filter to Higgins as a result. A uh, guy who consistently is getting over 75 yards in a game. As a matter of fact, this season, uh, he has done it three times. Uh, and also, uh, he had six for 71 in one game, so that was just shy on this uh, two-legger. They had five and 93 in week three against the Jets, seven for 124 against Miami. And then last week against the ATL, uh, seven targets, five receptions, and 93 yards. Uh, he's a guy that usually gets uh, a fair amount of chunk gains uh, working uh, across the middle of the field on some of those slant and post routes. I think he's got to be front and center tonight. Why? Uh, you look at his primary assignment, projected primary assignment. It's Greedy Williams, who is, uh, when he's been in the lineup this season, has given up a 135.4 passer rating in his assignments and by the way chase when targeted by gerald burrow this season has posted a quite handsome 116.4 passer rating so all the evidence you need to solve this crime lundy fade or follow t higgins on ogp five plus catches 75 plus yards 
minus 105 at BetMGM. Ah, you know, we were talking about the large versus the small candy bars at the beginning. Brad, I'm starting to feel a little greedy. I, I like this one, but I think I'm going to need to find another leg to add to it. I think I got to get oh. to I got to get to the plus odds, man. I doesn't have to be a lot, you know. It's okay. I, I'm okay with just getting to like plus 115, plus 120. I don't need the I don't need the big time uh, same game parlays. Hit a couple of those yesterday. Thankfully, <laughs> thanks for my bankroll. Oh, thank you, betting gods, uh, that I hit a couple of those yesterday. Because damn it, did we need it? Um, so I might try to sprinkle something else in there. I like this as a base. I think this is a really solid base. Uh, but just like trying to make yourself a nice uh, gumbo, like the base is okay. I just want to sprinkle a little extra in there. So more than likely, I'm going to probably try to find something else to add to this. But I love it as a good starting point. Oh, what a coincidence. Uh, you might be able to find a leg here to add to that parlay to make it a three-layer and get it at plus money, you greedy son of a biscuit. It's bonus time, yep. Lundy. Uh, maybe go cross sports uh, on yep. that parlay. What do you, you like? Son of a, of a biscuit? I mean, Brad, we're on the internet. You can say whatever the hell you want, dude. Oh, I don't yeah. Know, well, I, I, female I don't I, I don't know why you're being. I don't know why I'm you're doing being it nice. for the kids, Lundy. Oh, the kids uh, need to gamble. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's not encourage them, shall we? <laughs> They're already going to be all hopped up on sugar tonight. Let's try not to add any more uh, to it. I'll be sitting there uh, on the porch here at uh, Casa de Lundy with the bowl of candy next to me, uh, and I haven't quite figured out what adult beverage it will be in my left hand, but I will most definitely have the uh, beverage rolling as the parents come rolling up, and I feel their pain because. My yeah. children are now old enough that they can just go out and trick or treat on their own. Like I don't need to chaperone them anymore. They can just go have some fun. So I'll be sitting there on the porch. Um, I got, uh, let me give you uh, one extra uh, bonus time here on the Monday night game. It's a really simple one. And I know this is a popular bet, uh, but I'm going to play it anyway. I'm taking the over on 23 and a half for the longest reception for mm. Mr. Uh, Tyler Boyd uh, for tonight. Oh. I like him on his over uh, at 23 and a half, just kind of a gut feel. You know, Cleveland misses a tackle and he turns something that should be 15 or 16 into 25 or 26. So I'm playing the over on that. Um, but let me give you uh, some plays in World Series, Brad. Baseball action up, uh, tonight for you. Let me give you uh, a couple of them. I like Kyle Tucker to go over one and a half total bases tonight. You can get that at plus 130 at DraftKings. Part of the reason why, obviously, a massive game one um, that he had going three yeah. for five with the two round trippers, but he went 0 for three with a walk in game two. And I'm just a believer that those sorts of things bounce back on a guy like Kyle Tucker. So I'm going to take the over on his total bases, especially at plus odds. If you really want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, he's plus 165 for an RBI. Um, however, speaking of runs, how about Jeremy Pena to score a run? Give me that one at plus 115. He has scored a run in a one or more in seven of the nine postseason games. Folks, that's a trend. Okay. He's done it in three. He's done it in seven out of the nine postseason games. So I will take plus odds for Jeremy Pena to touch home plate. And then one of the very simple, much like you, except I got into the plus odds, very simple same game parlay for tonight in the World Series. Give me the over on six and a half for the total runs. The standard line is at eight. So I'm backing that down to six and a half and give me the Phillies plus two and a half. All I need them to do is keep it close, even if they manage to lose game three. So you do Phillies plus two and a half. You do over six and a half on the total runs. That's a plus 125 at DK. 
Oh, I like it. Uh, you're selling me strong. Let me sell you on this one. I'm going to take the over on Cade York. A few goals made tonight. Uh, plus 135 at DraftKings. And, of course, the standard line here is one and a half. Uh, Cade York has done this in four or seven games this season. He's 13 for 16. As a kicker, that's 81.3% on that field goal percentage. And place kickers uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals have made two or more field goals in six of seven contests. And again, you're getting a plus 135 right now at DraftKings. Uh, how about a parlay pate? Uh, give me Cleveland plus seven and a half. So you take that up from the three and a half line. Build in a little cushion there. Get me rub-a-dub-dub Nick Chubb. Uh, the Chubb Club's going to be open on All Hallows' Eve. He's going to score a touchdown. And give me T. Higgins, as I mentioned, uh, already with, you know part of the top prop today. Five-plus receptions. Uno, dos, tres on that three-legger. You're looking at plus 225 right now at BetMGM. So if you like some parlay action on that OGP, um, come with me. Uh, I think it's going to cash and cash handsomely. Uh, and the other uh, two-legger that I got, Nick Chubb, 70-plus rush yards. Joe Mixon, 20-plus receiving yards. I put that together. It's plus 130. Also at BetMGM, uh, Chubb, your league leader right now in missed tackles, fours of 47 at the running back position, also number six in yards of the contact per attempt. Cincinnati has given up 81.8 rush yards per game, but he's going to be a centerpiece of this offense, as he always is. He's been over in six of seven. Mixon, meanwhile, has been over 20 receiving in four of seven games. Uh, he's averaging 22.9 routes run among running backs, the third highest mark among RBs. Uh, so I think he'll do just enough in that capacity uh, to pay the over on this OGP. Let's go to the NBA, and I got two for you there. Uh, give me Keegan Murray over 16 and a half points. Unlike Paolo Bancaro, the books have yet to adjust uh, to his player props, uh, typically right around 15 and a half, 16 and a half. Uh, and against Charlotte, I think he's going to be able to get it done. I know the Hornets have been outstanding in six games defensively. They're actually number one in the NBA in three-point percentage defense. But I think that is more or less an anomaly. They're not going to give up 28.2%, I believe, all season long. But you look at Murray. Uh, he has done this in every game this season, 19, 16, 18, and 22. Uh, he's taking 13 shots per game. He's shooting 41.9% from three, and it's not like he's taken just a couple of threes a game. He's taken seven on average per contest, so I think it's over 16.5 points. And then the other one I really like tonight is uh, Brooke Lopez, over 5.5 rebounds. A lot of that was in Detroit, uh, as you know, at the MGM Grand there, and I also saw a Pistons game live. They don't rebound worth a crap, the Pistons, and they're one of the worst in the NBA as a result. Fifth worst, as a matter of fact. And opponent rebounds per game at 48.1. Lopez is playing well north of 30 minutes per contest. And he has done this in three consecutive games. Gone six, 11, and six rebounds. Uh, knowing, too, that Detroit, uh, you know, bottom third in adjusted offensive efficiency. Uh, could be some clangers and land in the soft hands, the former Sanford Cardinals. So give me Brooke Lopez over five and a half rebounds. I know it's juiced up at some of the books that are out there. If you want to reduce the juice, maybe it gets seduced by that juice. Um, you know, take a, that with the money line on the bucks and you get it down to like minus 110, minus 105. Not quite to plus territory, but at least you take out the 150 or 160 uh, this prop is at at some of the books currently. 
All right. Uh, I am out of stinking time because I'm out of stinking picks. And so was Lindy as well. Do us a favor and drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And follow us on the Twitter. Uh, check out Lundy's free picks. He's got his NFL spreadsheet live and open at all times. At Nate Lundy, I do the exact same exercise as well. At Noisy Huevos. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you.